Hey, everybody, Dave Hagen here. Is it time for us to reconsider our emergency fund, especially in light of the coronavirus episode that we're going through? That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast. You're listening to episode 414, and we're coming to you from Bakersfield and Topanga and Venice, California. And hey, look, it's Brian Reed. How's it going there, Davey? I'm good. You? Doing well. Good, good. Doing two well. two weeks good. in a row. Yeah, two weeks in a row we've seen you. Loving it. Loving it. Hey, you know who's not with us this week? Mr. Nick Appel. He's still studying for the bar exam. Uh, He's going to be right? studying for a while. Uh, yeah, I, I give him such a hard time. I say, hey, you getting ready for the quiz? And he goes, you mean the two and a half day exam? I said, yeah, it's a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> Just go ahead and study for it. Pass it and you'll be fine. But he's, he's busy. He's busy these days. You know, I want to talk about this week, something that we've talked about really already several times, but some interesting things have come up. And I think it, it prompts a, a conversation. In one of our very first episodes, almost three, three and a half years ago, we discussed the importance of having an emergency fund. And I lamented about a recent survey that showed that most Americans could not cover a $400 car repair without resorting to a credit card, meaning, of course, no emergency fund. And more recently, President Biden and the Congress passed a, a stimulus of, what, $1,400 per person. And he stated that one of the reasons we needed to do this was because people were dependent upon that um, for food or for rent. And these things to me show that most people are living paycheck to paycheck and don't have an emergency fund. And this is why we were talking about it three years ago. This is why we were talking about it two years ago. We've probably had what, three, four podcasts um, over the years where we've talked about the necessity of an emergency fund. And we talked about the need to have a fund as part of our five steps to financial wellness. In the early, early podcast, we talked about our five steps to financial wellness and um, set up an emergency fund was certainly uh, one of those. We, we talked about the need to have this money in a, a liquid, immediately available account, not, not tied up in Bitcoin in your Robinhood app but money in the bank that you can get to, money in the bank that you're getting a stupidly low interest rate on, money that won't go uh, negative or get smaller, money that will always be there. And we talked about having three to six months of living expenses in this account. A lot of people, financial planners, they'll say three to six months. I think in the past, we've always talked about six months just to be a little more conservative. And the year after, we talked about, hey, have an emergency fund. We talked with a fellow named Matt. We did an interview, and he talked about the sheer joy and peace of mind of having set up his emergency fund because we want people to think about that 
and to really anticipate and, and, and almost wallow in the joy. And last year, we spoke with Amanda, who was a young millennial that I bumped into, and she had done this. And she was able to calculate how this emergency fund together with employ unemployment would get her through approximately 11 months of being off work due to the coronavirus. And this caused me to start thinking then, is three to six months of living expenses enough? Well, that's today's topic. Is it time to reevaluate this? This is today's topic. Obviously, coronavirus has caused us to examine a lot of things. What's important to us, how we work, how we look out after each other, hopefully, uh, even stuff like our daily commute. If someone had done the right thing and put together six months of living expenses and then got laid off as a result of coronavirus, they would not have made it until today because we're about 12, 13 months after the economy was shut down. Is three to six months enough? I don't know. I've been thinking about that. What do you think, Brian? Thoughts? Depends upon the field that you're in, I think. Yeah. You know, I would never, I would always say more. <laughs> the more you can have liquid in the bank, even if it's making little, or it's in some other vehicle that you can access it quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, obviously that's better, but I think it's really going to depend on if you're in the entertainment industry or something, you need to have more saved because you can't work remotely. You know, I know a yep. lot of people in the entertainment industry out here that are still waiting for things to get back to anywhere near normal. Yep. Especially people in, in fields like uh, promotion and, and post-production and, and stuff like that. However, <clears throat> I know a guy that, you know, he's an actor and, and he's been busy as can be. And, you know, I, I, I saw him down the street and I said, where have you been? You know, I've, I've been on location for six weeks. Like, wow, you're, you're working like, like, uh, like uh, anything right now. So it, it affects different people um, differently. But <clears throat> in light of the coronavirus being, a 12 month experience. And it looks like we're sort of coming out of it at this point, if we all behave and continue to do smart stuff, 12 months is three to six months of living expenses enough. And I really thought about this and on balance, I think that it is, I think that three to six months is enough, but let me tell you why I think that and why we're not going to change our advice in, in light of coronavirus. Um, the first is once you set up the emergency fund, one of the next steps that we advise is to create a long-term savings account. So if someone ran out of money during the coronavirus, um, I would hate for them to take money out of their retirement, which is one of the things that we talk about. But if they built up a little bit of savings, they could have dipped into that. In other words, you use up your emergency fund and dip into savings if you need be. Those long-term savings could be partially liquidated, not all of it, partially, and used for living expenses if need be. Now, I know for a lot of people it would kill them to sell their Bitcoin, but you might have to take that hit and do that just to use it for living expenses. So I think there's a backup. It's it, Hopefully, if someone's a little further along in their financial wellness planning, 
they'll have some savings put together, some savings set aside, and they could liquidate some of those holdings and, and use that money. I hate to see somebody mm, have too much money set aside in a you know, non-invested liquid account, which is an emergency fund, basically, just for security purposes. You know, yeah, we we got hard hit by the coronavirus, and uh, but the last viral attack we had, like this, was a hundred years ago. Most of us weren't even around. It was a once in a hundred year event. So I don't know that we want that to affect our thinking too much, um, even though it does tend to, just because it we're still so raw. Um, with the whole experience. But on balance, on balance, for most people, I still personally think that six months of expenses is enough. I think I've said in the past, um, you know, I like to err to the side of six months, but but maybe maybe not too much past that. Now, if you want to be super conservative, go ahead and beef up your emergency fund a bit. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It just means that you're going to have a little bit less money that's actively growing in your uh, investments. I don't know. I hate to see p- people put money in like a 1% account. I hate to put money yeah, in a that's 1% hard to... account. I mean, you, you see all this other stuff, you see the, the you know, the, the Bitcoin, you see the stock market, you see the EFTs or the ETFs, you see all these things that are just like killing it and you're getting like 1%. But if it came to hell in a basket, hell, hell in a handbasket, at least you have your three to six months. You know, I've heard a lot of people say they like to have a month or two in cash in the house. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense. Um, I just don't like to have that much cash around the house. If somebody (laughs) busts in uh, while I'm not home, that would hurt, man. That would really hurt. But I, you know, I mean, I see the, I see the thought process, understand the thought process, can't necessarily criticize it, but um, it, it just wasn't. For me, um, oh come on, Dave! You've got that wad of hundreds in the orange sock <laughs> in the front closet, right, right by the. <laughs> yeah. And you found it when you came over for dinner that night. You found it, yeah. That's why it's missing, buddy. Sorry about that. April <laughs> Fools. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever tried to spend a hundred? Well, I mean, of course, everybody's tried to spend a hundred, but you you walk into a store with a hundred dollar bills, a hundred dollar bill, and they look at you like you're handing them green cheese. I mean, a hundred dollars isn't that much money in in today's world. And I hate using them just because there's always the chance the person behind the counter is going to go, "Okay, great, hold on." I got to get my manager over here because the manager has the pen that he's got to swipe on it to make sure it's a, it's a valid. It's like, ugh. Yeah. I don't, um, <clears throat> I don't dig it. Um, I don't dig it. And, and the hundreds look kind of fakey to me. You know, the picture of Ben is offset to the left or right side. I'm not sure which, and it's got that band through it that says hundred on it. Um, it just looks kind of funny. I don't know. Just break it and carry 20s. I like that. I like it much better, you know, or or someone whips out 100 and you go, oh, uh, that's the dude with the money. I guess he's picking up the check. (laughs) And why do we pay in cash, David? Uh, 
because we can track our expenses better and we don't put it on a credit card. I love it. Exactly. We spend I less. What is it? 70% less cash spenders? Uh, 18% less 18. If, if you're spending cash on something. See, this is, uh, this is an educational podcast, but we have a good time. And, and Brian and I also kind of act as a mini support group. So we keep these <laughs> concepts fresh in our brain. 18%, if, 18%, 18%. Right. If one of us shows up with a little bit too much flash, they'll go, I need to have a talk with you, friend. <laughs> Don't do that again. <laughs> Intervention. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, getting back to the, the necessity and, and, the, and, the, and the sheer joy of this whole emergency fund, let me throw something just crazy out to you. What are you doing with your stimulus check? Think about that. The government wants you to spend it on your monthly expenses or then some consumer product. They want you to use that money to put it in the economy to stir things up and to heat up the economy. But what are you doing with your, your stimulus check? I don't know. Let me blow your mind. How about if you put that into your emergency fund? If your emergency fund's a little thin from the last year. If your emergency fund's good, how about putting that into your investment account? If you get a tax refund this year, instead of going out and buying a consumer product as the corporations of America and as the U.S. government would have you do, what if you put it towards your future? What if you use that to go into your investment account and use that to generate future income to you later on down the line. It's a totally radical way of thinking about it, but I don't know, something to think about. Think about it emotionally. Would it be better to have a nice new big screen TV, which 10 years from now will be in a landfill somewhere or a little more peace of mind? being a little bit more secure in what you do with your investment accounts growing with just a little bit more money in them. Just something to think about. Let's leave it at that this week, Brian. No emails. Let's uh, just turn it off a little early and give our listeners a chance to think about that. Put it in a savings account. I Put it in a savings account. Save it. Don't spend it. Savings account. Wait a minute. I'm not supposed to say that out loud. Am I, Dave? Sorry about well, that. Well, the buddy. government wouldn't appreciate it. They want you to <laughs> go, go buy. It used to be go buy the VCR, but now VCR is like, you know, who knows what that is anymore even. Um, but, you know, let's leave some time for everybody to think about that. Use your tax refund. Use your stimulus check for something for you long term. Just something to think about. This is Dave Hagen, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. 
Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.